0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, June 8th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Double cropping appeal. SNAP gets house ag attention. Pork processors run out of time. Producers eye increasing double cropping. Farmers may increase their double cropping over the next year regardless of whether there's an incentive payment from the government. Some 39% of the farmers surveyed for the Purdue University CME Group Ag Economy Barometer said they have used a wheat-soybean double crop rotation at some point in the past and nearly 30% of those who do have experience say they plan to plant more wheat this fall. The shift toward increasing wheat acreage is likely the result of the expected profitability improvement of the wheat double crop soybean rotation, the survey said. It tells you people are looking at the price ratio, said Purdue economist Jim Miner. The wheat soybean rotation, quote, looks pretty profitable in parts of Indiana, Illinois, and Kentucky. Jacob Young gets Senate okay. President Biden has finally filled another top position at USDA. The Senate yesterday confirmed Shavonda Jacobs-Young by a vote of 95 to 4 to be USDA Chief Scientist and Undersecretary for Research, Education and Economics. She has been serving as the administrator of the Agriculture Research Service. The White House announced her selection last July. House Ag puts focus on SNAP. The House Ag Committee resumes its Farm Bill hearings today by focusing on the Supplemental Attrition Assistance Program, by far the largest portion of the legislation. The witnesses will include a representative of the National Grocers Association, the SNAP Program Administrator for the State of Connecticut, and a representative uh, of the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities, a leading advocate of SNAP and other social safety net programs. There will be a subcommittee hearing on Thursday focused on the commodity and crop insurance programs and an additional Farm Bill hearing next week on non-SNAP nutrition programs. Here's a note you can check out this week's AgriPulse newsletter for a look at the idea of creating a permanent disaster program in the next Farm Bill. We also look at issues in play and the Roundup case facing the Supreme Court. U.S. soy exports booming in 2022. The U.S. exported $10 billion worth of soybeans in the first four months of the 2022 calendar year, setting a new record for January to April shipments that, according to new trade data, compiled by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The previous record for value was $9.2 billion, which was set in 2014, according to Mack Marshall, He's Vice President of Market Intelligence at the United Soybean Board and the U.S. Soy Export Council. U.S. soybean exports also came close to a regional high in volume. The U.S. shipped 17.03 million metric tons in the first four months of the year, just under the record of 17.15 million metric tons set during the first four months of 2017, according to Marshall. Altogether, the new FAS data show the U.S. exported $66.8 billion worth of ag commodities in the first four months of 2022. That's up from $59.2 billion during the same period last year. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top quality legal services that achieve cost- Effective results. Good morning and welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Ukraine sets up method to determine war damages for farmers. It's far from clear how long the Russian invasion of Ukraine will last, but the country is already preparing for post-war reconstruction and the Agriculture Ministry finalizing a method to calculate the damages to farmers in their fields. The ministry has given no estimate on the extent of the damages, but Ukrainian farmers have suffered severe losses. Ukraine continues to report Russians are bombing farm equipment, stealing grain, laying mines in fields, and destroying diesel supplies. But perhaps the most devastating is Russia's naval blockade that prevents Ukrainian wheat and corn exports. Appeals court rejects late intervention attempt by pork processors. Pork processors waited too long to get involved in a lawsuit challenging a USDA rule eliminating line speeds in pork plants, federal appeals court says. The federal district judge vacated the USDA rule two months before the company sought to intervene. The 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals said yesterday. The appeals court said the three companies, Quality Pork Processors, Stone Farms Cooperative and Clements Food Group had knowledge of the case and proposed relief well before the court entered summary judgment in March 2021. The three-judge panel also observed that the companies, quote, appear to suffer little prejudice now that all four of their relevant plants have received line speed permits. New Dems want innovation funding targeting rural areas. Members of the new Democratic Coalition, it's a caucus made up of fiscally moderate Democrats, urging Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo to prioritize rural America when distributing money from a bipartisan innovation bill being worked out by Congress. In a letter to Raimondo on Monday, members of the Coalition's Rule of Reinvestment Task Force highlighted the potential $45 billion in funding for supply chain resilience, plus $4 billion for economic development, and $9 billion for trade adjustment assistance. Uh, coalition members who signed the letter include representatives Sherry Bustos of Illinois, Cindy Axney of Iowa, Jim Costa of California, Tom O'Halloran of Arizona, Ron Kind of Wisconsin. Now take note, congressional negotiations are continuing on the bipartisan innovation legislation, which will combine the House-approved America Competes Act and the Senate-approved USICA. Well, here's today's She Said It. I drove it from Michigan to here this last weekend and went by every single gas station. It didn't matter how high it was. At the word of Senate Ag Chairman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan talking about her electric vehicle at a Senate Finance Committee hearing yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, June 8th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.